Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Solution Sunday because the soul is the solution. I am here today with my great good friends, Kathy Bradley in Long Island and Keith Leon S. right here with me (laughs) in Lake Black, New York. And we are here. So, good morning, Kathy. Good morning. It's great to see the two of you together. <laughs> Good morning, Kathy. That is fun. We were all brought together by Keith Leon S. and this beautiful book, Navigating the Clickety Clack. So, we live a peace filled life in a seemingly toxic world. That's right. So, this world seems like it's pretty toxic, but guess what? doesn't have to be (laughs) (laughs) well let's talk about the clickety clack today and what's going on in this crazy world (laughs) (laughs) so what what where shall we start I say say with Keith (laughs) he can I think it would, I love the little story with the clickety-clack, because yeah. a lot of people are like, what's the clickety-clack? <laughs> yeah, what the heck is that clickety-clack? Uh, when my wife and I started our business, which seems like 100 years ago, uh, we, we had a spiritual mentor, and we would call him with our new entrepreneur freakouts, if you will, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, every time I'd call him freaking out, he would say, relax, you're in the clickety-clacks. I was like, what, 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 what's the clickety-clack you keep talking about? He said, did you have a 10-speed bicycle when you were growing up? Yeah. Okay. So when you were pedaling and you're changing from one gear to the next, but it didn't quite catch yet, what noise did that make? And I said, oh, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. And he said, yeah, that you, you had faith that it was going to go into that next gear, so you kept pedaling, right? Yes. And then once it did click into gear, then you're off into a whole new gear that was better than the one you were in before, correct? Yeah. So that's why I'm telling you. Just relax, you're in the clickety click, have faith, keep moving forward. And once once it clicks into gear, then you're gonna be into a whole new gear. So just relax. And um, and so a few years back, you know, I was on my angel tour and then uh, and then COVID happened and all events <laughs> stopped, all live events stopped. And um, and that was really my life purpose project. So I was like, well, if I'm if I'm not doing that, what am what am I to do? And I went to prayer and meditation. And that's that's what came to me strongly and clearly was him telling me that. So navigating the clickety clack, I realized was that space in between where we don't know what to do. We don't we're not sure what the next step is. We're 
in freak out. Right? <laughs> in freak out mode. Uh, and how to navigate that and how to live uh, peacefully in those times of war. So I just interviewed all the people that I knew were doing that, including me right here. And uh, that, that's the book, and that's, uh, that's what we want to share with you today because uh, it did seem like the perfect topic for the world right when it downloaded. Because uh, you know, even since, we've all, we've all uh, had some form of clickety-clack going on. Yes, there's a lot of clickety-clack out there in the world these <laughs> days. And how are, we, how are we going to navigate that? And how are we going to start mitigating that as, as humanity? How are we going to move through and change gears mm. and move the whole game up into a, an easier, you know, because when you're, when you're pedaling and you're in that lower gear, it's like, it's, it's harder to pedal in the lower gear. But as we, you know, when you're on that straightaway, and you raise it up into the higher gears, like, oh, then it just goes. So it's like, how are we gonna take it up to where we can just cruise instead of having to work so hard? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's, I think it's moving out of that fear where we're we're stuck in anxiety and tension and we don't know what to do. And, you know, we're in that space. And we're listening to all of the fear being propagated on the news and in the papers and the people and and there's a real polarization. So one thing that I've found is actually disconnecting. (laughs) And I feel like the divine has set this up so beautifully if we can see it from that space where we are being brought back into our, our homes. And it's interesting. I feel like I've kind of come full circle because before I got into the angels and everything else, I actually was, I created a serenity room in a designer show house. And I realized the other day, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is perfect. This is something that can nurture us. If we create that environment in our homes, it can sustain us, nurture us. And so what can we do to create that environment I find it's nature. It's bringing in the five elements, the water, the fire, the air, the earth, and love. <laughs> and it looks like you guys were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool. Absolutely. You know, and that the fifth element that you mentioned, love. Love is the element of all elements, mm-hmm. you're all made of and from love. And you know, in, in love, there really is no fear. So fear is always that illusion and anything that causes us to, to be afraid. It's like, it's something that we need to look at because we are, we're infinite beings. We are angelic beings and having this physical experience and there's nothing in this physical experience that can harm us you know we're as not- you're saying that i'm looking at your huge wings and i'm like i don't know how they can both fit in this picture <laughs> 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 it's great <laughs> yeah. yeah i like to say love is the answer to every question i used to post that at least once a year on facebook 
man, the first few years, people would try to take me to task on that. It's like, mm. well, that's the one that everybody's yeah. going to come back and put <laughs> me up. Wow. You know, love doesn't pay my rent. You know, how does, how does love, you know, what's love got to do with this? And they, they would throw out like the scenarios. Mm. And I would just be like, oh, well, what if, what came from that scenario was this? And then present what could emerge from it that was positive. Oh, we'll have to think about that. <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah. yeah. So I love that you said that. Well, yeah, you know, and, and we fail to recognize as humanity, I, I didn't know this for like forever. I couldn't figure out like, why is my life not working? Well, everything is energy. So the, the quality of energy we're using is the quality of energy that we get to experience. So if we're, if we're in fear, fear is what we're using to generate our reality. So as we look out in the world today, we see that there's a lot of fear that, was, that has been projected out into the reality. So it's pretty scary out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if we, if we start to notice that, wait a minute, if we're generating this reality from our thoughts and emotions, if we get ourselves out of fear and, and back into love, love generates a completely different reality than fear does. They can't coexist, right? <laughs> yeah. And one of the things when you're saying that I think is a shift. And the shift is from looking out there and taking our cue from the outside world to an inside job. Mm, absolutely. And looking within and creating that harmony. And it's through self-acceptance and self-appreciation. And we're, we're imperfect. And if we can see that and love ourselves anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's the key. That, the key of forgiveness and love, compassion. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Perfectly imperfect. <laughs> exactly. I always say perfectly imperfect. <laughs> Hi, Donna. Hi, Susan. Hi, Shannon. And hi, oh, Karen. Another, <laughs> Karen's awake. Woohoo! <laughs> another, another navigating the picnic back office. That's right. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining. If anybody has any questions, comments, feedback, feel free to pop them in the chat. Now, let's draw a card. We have Keith's beautiful angel cards this morning. So, we are drawing. This card right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Oh. And this is the card that I drew Archangel Hanael. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. So, what does Hanael want us to know today? Hanael wants us to know you need only ask me to assist you with new beginnings, creating positive change or good fortune. Perfect. There is no gift that is too great for you to receive, for you are created in the image and the likeness of the one. You and the father are one. You and the mother are one. All you can imagine is available to you now. Ooh. Right on time now. So let's play with that. Because <laughs> here we are, we're creating the new earth, heaven on earth. Yes. Beautiful. Absolutely. So what does the heaven on earth feel like? What energies do we use mm -hmm. to create heaven on earth? 
joyful, happy, easy. It's all easy. I think we're so used to striving and pushing and yeah. it's the simple following nature. Grace and ease. For me, grace and ease, yep. Yeah, so many people talk about like work hard, you know, work hard, just work hard and everything will work out. And and, uh, I found the opposite to be true. (laughs) The harder I work, the less success I have. And when I let it be easy, let it, the key word is let, meaning allow. (laughs) Let it be easier than then ways to make it easier start to show up. Exactly. And that's what had me tripped up forever in this lifetime. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? You need to have a job. You need to go do something. You need to get money. You need to make money. You need to blow. And I was, I was like, oh my God, that just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't figure this out. Like, why does it have to be so hard? Like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you have to earn a living. It's like, aren't I living? Like, didn't I already earn my spot here? <laughs> like, it was so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. And I just, I couldn't navigate that clickety-clack. And my life just was clickety-clack. <laughs> like, oh, I was just thump to thump to thump. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, once I finally started to understand, like, well, wait a minute. You know, everything that's showing up in my life is a reflection of my energy and it's a reflection of my beliefs Mm -hmm. and it's a a reflection of how I feel about myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, what if I just start using better energy? And I was shown, I was shown this beautiful image of, of a snow globe when I was asking like, you know, how do I, how do I navigate this clickety clack? And I was showing this beautiful image of a snow globe in my, in my, um, my meditation, my vision. And all of a sudden I realized that that snow globe is basically my own personal space, my own personal energy space. And each one of us has an energy field. We're not aware of it because we don't see it with our physical eyes, but that energy field that's around us, it's our personal energy. And everything is energy. So the energy that's in our energy field, the energy that we're focused on and using, you know, whether it's fear or doubt or worry or shame or guilt or joy or ease or peace, that depend that what's in our energy field is what's showing up in our life. So when I when all of this clickety clack was showing up in my life, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like, all right, wait a minute. Let me start drawing in some peace and some ease. What would it be like if things were just easy? And I started to consciously bring that energy into my personal space. And I realized, you know, Keith te- teaches something very, very similar. What do you teach about that? Uh, I call it my three feet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> draw a circle around me on the floor around me you know three feet wide that's what i can affect that's what i can truly affect and that's where my focus is you know how am i in this three feet how am i am i loving myself we were talking about that right uh, kathy am i loving myself am i being kind to myself am i, am I doing good i need to feel good to, to not get caught up quickly how is it how am i in this three feet and 
when I do the work to get that three feet to where it's feeling good in that three feet, right? Then, uh, then I really bring a, an awareness to anybody that's in my three feet. So if I walk over, I'm sitting next to Lisa. How am I being with Lisa in this three feet? Am I being mm. loving? Am I being kind? Am I being all the qualities that I have given myself with her? And then uh, focus on that. Who's in my three feet? And then the, the time that I expand it is if I'm in a room speaking live in front of people, I expand my three feet into that room. How am I being with everyone in this room? What energy am I bringing there? And then when we're in meditation, then we like to expand that to cover the whole globe, right? But it all starts with this three feet because I truly believe that if everybody dealt with their three feet, <laughs> okay, in that three feet, and we all did it that at the same time, then we would have that thing that people allude to called world peace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. like, we're, we're like, you know, we are a collective consciousness. Humanity is a collective. And it's like, we are all one drop of water in the ocean that is humanity. Mm -hmm. And if you think of the ocean, you know, if every drop of water was just simply pure and clear, the ocean would be simply pure and clear. And we each have the ability to purify and clear our own energy spaces. Mm -hmm. And if each and every one of us took our globe, our bubble, our three feet, and simply cleared it and started making it peaceful and calm and happy, that would, every drop of water in the ocean, we would just have an ocean of peace and calm and happy. And it takes some assembly. Yeah, so when we're in that bubble or the three uh, legs, seeing if we're in alignment with source, do we feel good? Or is there some misalignments that are going on that we need to address? Because we have free will and we are each responsible for ourselves and the energies that we put out there. So if I'm misaligned in any way, I have to look at that, tweak it, and bring it back into alignment. So there's some assembly that's required with all of this, isn't there? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and how do we how do we notice those energies? How do we notice if we're out of alignment? And how do we bring that back in? When, when your bush, buttons are pushed. <laughs> that's what I always say. Okay, someone just pushed my buttons. If it didn't bother me, it's nothing to be addressed right? But if it's pushing my buttons, that's why it's an inside job. It's not really about what they say or do. Yeah. It's how do I respond or do I react? Yeah. And that's, yeah. So you're talking, we get our buttons pushed when, when we're judging. Exactly. <laughs> I like to say that every judgment that we have, we either feel like we were that thing in the past, are that thing now, or will be that thing in the future. If we're afraid that we were, are, or going to be that thing, we would have no judgment on it. Right. Every time you get that you triggered, mm -hmm. uh, look at what it is and then say, ah, oh, where have I, have I been that? Am I that now? Or do, am I afraid I will be that in the future? And see if that doesn't ring true that every time it's one of the three and sometimes right. a combination right. <laughs> <laughs> of those things. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I kind of look at my globe, my my energy space as as my own personal sanctuary. 
You know, mm-hmm. it, it's my energetic space and I can set the energy any way I want. Mm-hmm. And if there's something that's showing up in my life that is unpleasant in some way that it's like, oh, you know, I'd really like this to be different. I go back and I look, what, how does that make me feel? You know, mm-hmm. do I feel guilty or do I feel angry or do I feel afraid? What is it that I feel about that situation? And then I can, re- I can narrow it down and go, oh, that makes me feel really afraid. Ah, okay, that situation is being generated from fear. So let, there's obviously some fear in my personal space. Let me take that energy. Let me look for that energy in my globe and let me use my, my third eye. Let me visualize that as an energy that's in my space. And I usually, enter, I usually look at it like there's a cloud, like a, like a grayness, a dark, you know, something that's heavy or dark mm-hmm. in my energy space. And this is all just using your imagination. But then I look and I gather up that fear and then I transmute that fear. I can, I can make it get heavy and drop it out the bottom of my globe. I just open up a little trap door and let it go boom, like a rock out of my globe. Or I use the flame, like the violet flame, and I just put it in the flame and let the flame transmute it. You know, there are a million different ways. Use your imagination. But it's up to each one of us to do that daily energy hygiene. What energy is in my energy field? And how do I just clear that out? Because if we do that every day, just like a little vacuum cleaner and just start cleaning out our energy, it's amazing how fast your, your reality can change. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then you can transmute that and turn it back into the love. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Imagination. I think uh, that is your uh, 5D viewfinder. <laughs> yeah. It is. That's where all the infinite possibilities are. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, we, we have the people don't, I think a lot of people don't really think about this. I never used to think about this, but there's non-physical and physical, you know, we're all focused on the physical stuff and say, go, Hey, you know, I got this, there, here's, right. I'm a physical thing. This is a physical thing. I live in a physical house, 3D. but then, and, and there's the non-physical, <laughs> you know, light non-physical sound non-physical thoughts non-physical emotions non-physical you know we don't really pay attention to the non-physical energy is non-physical so if we start and the only way that we can see the non-physical is with our third eye with our imagination it's the tool that we use to see the non-physical realms so the imagination has been deeply, deeply maligned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, you're, that's just your imagination. That doesn't count for anything. Stop daydreaming. Pay attention. It was that's like, where every movie came from. That's where right? every, exactly. Every, that's where every great invention has occurred. Right? Anybody that's ever had any success, that's where it all started. Or else they didn't have it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if we can't imagine it, we can't experience it. Exactly. So the imagination is such a powerful tool. We had someone that wrote in. Yeah, you know, talking about uh, Susan had mentioned that her her daughter was feeling afraid. So 
you know, when we're feeling these, these energies, then if we focus on the thing that we're afraid of, or, or we allow ourselves to sit in that energy, then we start attracting things into our lives that are of that same energy. So to be able to utilize our imagination, to be able mm. to start looking at, all right, I feel afraid. Okay, so I've got some fear in my energy field. And that fear is always illusion. It's always false evidence appearing real. Because the reason I say that is because we're infinite beings. We're literally infinite beings and we are completely unlimited in any way, shape or form. And we are love. We are source itself. Mm-hmm. So any, and we are the oneness. And so there's literally nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. There in, so when we start to look at what's in my energy field, start to notice, wait a minute, let me clear that out because we're so focused on the thing that we're afraid of, we don't realize that we actually have the power to change that by changing the energy. And how we change that would be with our thoughts and with our feelings, connecting with all of the possibilities that are there. So I do think it does take that time to be by ourselves, to be out in nature and ground with Mother Earth. When we're in that space, sitting under a tree with our feet on the grass, smelling the fresh air and hearing the birds. There's no fear there, is there? And so that's being cradled in this beautiful mother Gaia. And that's where we get to create from. So if we're in that place of fear, if we can go outside and breathe in the fresh air, Breathe in the love, exhale the fear. Breathe in the light and exhale the worry. That's one of the most beautiful ways that we can do and it's simple. Doesn't cost any money. You don't have to go anywhere. (laughs) If you're not even close to a tree or the grass, you can imagine that you're there. And Susan, that's something you could do with your daughter. And another thing you could do is if she's expressing fear is, is say, uh, how do you, how would you like it to be? How would you wish it to be mm-hmm. instead of that? And so any fear that she puts words on, oh, how, what's the opposite of that? How would you like to see it? And have her start to put words on the opposite of that, the good qualities, if you will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The other thing is connecting with the angelics, with the angels, with source, with God, asking. We each have free will. So we need to take the time and ask for assistance. Mm -hmm. They cannot help us unless we actually ask. (laughs) A lot of people don't realize that. And that's the first thing that we need to do is ask and then kind of surrender it and be open to the answers that come to us and then take action Mm -hmm. where we're guided to. And we always give gratitude. Gratitude is one of the best things I know because then we change our focus on what's not good, what's not working to what is. And so that's a nice way to create a shift too out of the fear. Maybe if Susan and her daughter 
rather than focusing on what they don't want, go into gratitude of, of what they're appreciating in their life. There's so many things that we kind of take for granted, don't we? Mm -hmm. Susan says, she, um, thank you for those suggestions. She's living with her dad and in resistance to spiritual suggestions. So how about the uh, nature? That's, <laughs> you know, that's kind of a way around it um, that I found has worked actually for a lot of young people. Right. Well, I think just the simple question, it's not like a spiritual thing. It's just like yeah. opposite thing. Oh, cool. What's the opposite of that? Just get her to put words on that. Like, That's a good idea. Yeah. Take the, yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spiritual way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and that. you know what? It's putting our attention on our intention. So really, basically, how do we assemble that? Right? Okay. So we want to shift from what we don't want right. to what we do want. Mm -hmm. No spiritual. <laughs> right. Yeah, we've, we've never been taught that we are creators. We've never been taught how to create. So we've just been taught how to react. It's like, ooh, danger, danger, Will Robinson, rut row, now what do I do? <laughs> you know, and we keep living our life from the rut row, now what do I do? <laughs> Instead of, all right, how would I like it to be? What would I like to create? Because when we realize that we are actually the creators of our lives, it puts the ball back in our court. It's like, wait a minute, I actually get to choose. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to do the same thing that everybody else is doing. I can actually create for myself. I can create in my three feet. Right. If I just create my <laughs> three feet to be the way that I want, then what we don't realize is that we're each these beautiful, unique beings. Mm -hmm. We have been created in the image of source mm -hmm. and we have been each given our own unique qualities and attributes. So it's like, we're our own puzzle piece mm -hmm. and we come into this earth and then we go, Oh my gosh, I don't look at this place. This is crazy. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then we try to shift our puzzle piece. We have to change our, we, we try to change our shape mm -hmm. to match the shape of the external world. And we end up in these really crazy shapes that don't feel good. <laughs> and so the answer is to unkink ourselves and to go back to our original shape. Mm -hmm. And then when we're, when we hold our own shape, other puzzle pieces come to match us so then our world starts matching us instead of us trying to match the external world susan says her daughter's tuned into nature and animals Beautiful. and so uh, if you're with her in nature I've, I've found that every every lesson is i can find an answer just in a tree you know you look at a tree and you ask her, do, do you think that tree worries about anything? Right? Does that tree stress? Does that tree feel like it is in a hurry and has to get somewhere really quick? No, it, it, it doesn't. It leaves, right? <laughs> it leaves. It leaves where it wants to. <laughs> it creates leaves. It unleaves when they fall off. And, but mostly, uh, even in the strongest wind, it bends and it goes with the flow moves where it needs to move and then then you take you know, how solid it is and how firm it is like if you hug a tree you just oh you feel 
feel the power of that. And then there's what goes on underneath the ground. Like all the trees are in communication and supporting each other underneath the ground. And so there is there is no stress in the tree. There is no fear in the tree. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the tree just has beautiful. I brought my little book that I my first book. Uh messages are everywhere. And it's all about nature. <laughs> so if you want to uh, email me, I'll send you a free PDF, Susan. Yeah. And so I opened the book and it's called Monkey Time. The light is shining brightly. The air sweetly caresses my face as I stroll along the path in Costa Rica. Butterflies dance around in colors of royal blue, banana yellow, and striking orange. The palm trees click in the breeze, creating a soothing sound. Looking over to my left, I watch, watch as the turquoise blue ocean pedals in and moves out as I become aware of my breathing. Easy does it. I have all the time in the world to relax and take it all in. I hear rustling and turn to see a monkey hanging upside down from a tree. He appears to be plating, playing hide and seek with me. I begin to laugh and he cocks his head at me. I feel so happy and joyful. I feel like a young child again, spontaneous and connected with the whole world. That's what I'm looking for, a little fun. It's good to have fun. I start skipping along as I once did many years ago. It feels so freeing to just let go. I am humming with the beat of the jungle. <laughs> I love that. I know I brought it for a reason. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, we forget about fun. Like life, life can be really a lot of fun, but we can't have a lot of fun when we're in fear. So fear blocks fun. Awesome. And the energy of joy elevates our vibrational frequency. Yeah. So it's a natural way. That's nature working. And when we're in that place of fun and joy, we feel good. <laughs> and then we connect those good things. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Keith pulled another card and Archangel Haniel came again. What a big surprise, right? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm here, use me. Uh, this one says, I, and this one speaks directly, I think, to Susan, my daughter. I am Archangel Hanael, and I vibrate with the energies of joy, love, passion for life, and vitality. I am available to you when your heart is heavy, during challenging times, and when you find yourself in uncomfortable situations. When you feel a wave of, I don't know what to do here, clickety-clack, Call me, and I will guide you with the words to say. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we have many, many non-physical helpers. So Karen is saying, I find that a lot of people, including myself in the past, that healing equals a full alleviation of symptoms, whether that be pain or something else. What are your thoughts on this belief? So for me, so can you, yeah, can you repeat that question again? 
Sure. I couldn't find, I want to find out if she's in the middle of it or if she's gone through it yet. Um, I find that a lot of people, including myself in the past, that healing equals a full alleviation of symptoms, whether that be pain or something else. What are your thoughts on this belief? So speaking for myself, I used to, I used to think the same thing. You know, it's like, oh, well, healing is just this simple little process where I just feel better and better and better every day until everything is all good. <laughs> and what I, what I actually realized is that healing itself is the painful part. Healing is like the body reconstructing itself. So if there is something to be healed, there's something that is off balance that needs to be brought back into balance. So I talk about it like if you were, if you were going to upgrade your kitchen, and, you know, it's like the kitchen had a bunch of wear and tear and, so, and it just needed some upgrade. What's the first thing that would happen? You would actually deconstruct. You would rip out everything first before you put things back in. Mm. And then when you start building it back up, there's hammering and sawing and it's noisy and <laughs> it's dirty. And there's a lot of, a lot of confusion going on until you finally get to the finish work where you're putting the putting in the tiles and the paint and all of that stuff and then you're done but healing is that process of reconstruction and it's not fun a lot of times so but once you get past that then you're in the then you've left the clickety clack and then you've got that lovely new kitchen <laughs> Yeah. And um, I'm feeling into it because this past year, I fell in March of right when this whole thing happened. And after that, I broke my wrist. I needed surgery. I had a plate put in. Then I had back surgery. And then uh, most recently, I had a rotator cuff surgery. So I had a lot of things going on this year from that fall. So I got to play a lot with that whole healing thing. And it was interesting because prior to that, uh, through Reiki, I thought, well, I can heal anything just like that. Mm. You know, it's a belief system and I can move into um, anything that's out of alignment. And yet what I found, which is exactly what you're saying, it was a process. And it also brought up a lot of lessons for me. One of the biggest ones was not blaming, not blaming anyone because you know, I went to the first thing, like, why did I told that guy I didn't want to go up that mountain? And I didn't listen to myself. So first of all, I didn't pay attention to my own tuition, which told that was the first thing, right? First, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. The second thing was not blaming, not blaming him. It wasn't his fault. He didn't drag me up there. Yeah, I didn't know. Here you go. So we can also learn a lot through the process. The third thing that I found is compassion. Compassion for when people are sick and when they are ill. Because in the past, I was like, oh, you can fix it. You just have to change your thoughts. You just have to change your feelings. And yeah, that is part of it. And there's a part of compassion, seeing it from that place of love and not judging, letting go of all the judgments. So that was my three-prong answer. <laughs> I had, like you had experienced 
in the last year, you know, everything from motorcycle falling on my ankle to hitting my funny bone so hard that I tingle numbness to then my wrist, all left side receiving, right? All left side. And so mm, mine was all the right. <laughs> giving. Okay. So uh, as I really uh, looked at that, you know, what's the same about every one of the things that happened was my my focus, my awareness, my focus wasn't there. So I am uh, I'm I am like purple, white, right? I mean, okay, maybe maybe green, right? From green up, right? In the chakras, chakras, and not always in touch with red at all. Yet red focus is something that would be really important when lifting a simple twelve pack of cans of the cart with your non-dominant hand, right? Something that simple to, mm. to twist the wrist. It was like, well, that's stupid. That shouldn't even happen. I mean, all I did was pull out the, mm. the way that I pulled it out was I was already on to the next thing as I was pulling it out. So there's no focus there, right? Right. Focus there. So my wrist is like, hey, focus, <laughs> <bring your beer." laughs> right? So every, every one of those things had to do with a lack of focus. And like you said, uh, the, with the motorcycle that fell on my ankle, that was not listening to my first instinct. Mm. Again, focus, right? Yeah. That's usually where my focus always is. Then it's what I teach, first instinct. is Right, me too. <laughs> you know, because whether it's me or angels, or I call it first instinct. Yeah. I call it it's like that thing is right but only every time and when I deviate from that that's where stuff <laughs> happens it goes awry and the other reason why I didn't pay attention to my intuition is I was being a people pleaser uh, yeah. oh the people pleaser <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah yeah they want me to go I'd be holding everyone back and you know that blah 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 so then I learned nope don't want to be a people pleaser <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, that one? Yes. Huge. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So Look the intuition out. told me that. And then I said, oh, but, you know, they want me to go and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. There mm -hmm. it is. But, yeah. Yeah, the old but. <laughs> and when you're in the moment, right, it always happens in those quick second moments where you don't get to, you know, if I can... Uh, get back into the center and meditate and hold on you guys walk and I'll go back here and meditate for five minutes I'll let you know <laughs> yeah anytime I follow the butt I get kicked in the butt uh, <laughs> right? I was like get that big fat butt out of there <laughs> yeah but, but I yeah, feel but. like but I feel like it was a big lesson for this year too hmm. um because I I chose looking within what's the best thing for me not what everybody's telling me what to do yes absolutely. whether it's a vaccination or anything it doesn't matter it's it's the free will it's coming back to what feels like if it's in alignment with me that's what i'm doing your three feet yeah <laughs> yeah exactly the three feet my circle <laughs> yeah. for sure Mm. When, when we don't pay attention to that intuition that intuition is telling us something you know, if, if somebody's telling us to do something, it's like, uh, you know, that uh, is our soul talking. It's like, hey, pay attention here. 
you know? It's like anytime we feel that resistance, you know, I talk about, you know, if you're in a city and they have traffic that goes one direction or the other, mm-hmm. you know, if, you, if you're trying to make a right-hand turn when in, into oncoming traffic, there's going to be a sign that says, no, <laughs> do not <laughs> enter. And it's not like do not enter because you're stupid or do not enter because you're not worthy. Like do not enter because everybody else is going the other way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like that that resistance that we feel. It's like, oh, I'm looking into the oncoming traffic. Like I either need to go turn left and go with the traffic or I need to go another block so I can turn in the direction that I want to go. One thing that I want to bring to everyone's attention is that we took the time after we're injured or hurt to see maybe what lessons we learned from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of, oh, I just got hurt and that's awful and blah, blah right? It's yeah. like, oh, what did I learn from that? Um, that's yeah. really an important key. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like you yeah. Say, if there is a thing as sin, it would be repeating the same mistake over and <laughs> over, over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I want to bring an awareness to this book and uh, both of these incredible uh, <laughs> these are in this book because they have tools on how to get through the quick. Mm. So this book is 20, 20, 20 of the people that I know were a walking, talking demonstration of staying peaceful and sending across the world and had the tools to get through times like this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I would say the easiest access to all the tips and tools that we would ever need to deal with a time like this is in, in the Clickety Clack series. Uh, and you just can, there's two of the books now, and you can go on the Amazon and feel which one or both feel right for you. Grab a copy because it's, it's magical and, and it's kind of a, it's just a little bit of a selfish project mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> Uh, because I get to meet all these incredible difference makers, and I do the interviews, which we do an interview process to get the, the answers uh, for the book. I get to receive those first. I do those calls myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to hear all the goodness from all the masters uh, myself, and then and then make it turn it into a beautiful book. So I just want to share that because we're talking about the different part, but uh, you can get it. You can get it. Yeah, and Karen Can is in the first volume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. Karen, that Kathy and I are both in the second volume. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and thank you, Keith. Um, you made the whole process simple and fun. Mm. So that was really nice. <laughs> and being in a book. Whew. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Fine. Not That's my, what I'm saying. My first book. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's why you're the book man. <laughs> and it is perfect that it's out there for people to read. It's a nice source. Yeah. It, it, like you said, it has 20, you know, each version has different groupings and different um, information. And people will get exactly what they need, something that resonates to them, that someone's speaking to them in their language. So that's really nice to have that culmination. Mm-hmm. So. And the cards, cool. these cards speak to a client. I just yeah. <laughs> She's just hanging up with it. Uh, 
beyondbeliefbooks.com beyondbeliefbooks.com is where you can find these and believe it or not there's there's actually more uh, <laughs> other archangels that were channeled ooh upside down interesting yeah. uh, that were ch that I channeled asked each of them for 11 archangels for four messages each and you want to talk about a like unpossessed moment because because uh, <laughs> I would like ask them for a message and then I just sat in front of the computer and then it just started typing. And so when you're whew, you're really channeling and you're aware of that, here's what happened for me is words are coming out and they're and it's like that's not words I use, that's not a thought I would have, right? And it's just pouring through. That's you go, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and uh and the just magic came through when I asked them for that. So beautiful. Create those cards. Wow. And I had all the Dorian virtue cards for Oh, years, yeah, right? you know, and yeah. I was like, what I have in my hand right now, yep. <laughs> Dorian Karch, and this is Adriana. I am leading you toward the answer to your prayers. Please listen to and follow the steps I am communicating for your intuition, mm -hmm. your thoughts, and your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> no coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so you brought up a good point. These are all tools that we can use. Right. So the the cards, the angel cards that you've created or the books that we have or the crystals, they're all there for us. And um, that is one of the best ways that I know to connect with source. It's kind of the information was brought through right in that place of inspiration. Yeah. And then it can be utilized in the material world to bring us and to give us guidance and answers and direction. And crystals too. I mean, crystals are fun. There's yeah. so many different things to play with. <laughs> Spirit, God, source, angels, whatever you want to call it. Will Animals. Like, will <laughs> show up to you in a way that you will be able to accept it and wrap your mind around it. So people say like, well, how come I ask a question and I don't hear my angel's voice? It's like, well, do you believe that you can hear your angel's voice just by asking well not exactly well that's why so <laughs> what what would you be able to accept you know could you believe that if you uh, shuffled a set of cards long enough that it would be infused with your energy and then you'd be able to pull a card that would be perfect for you yeah okay great let's start with that so i like to say you know it takes a series of baby steps to unlock our subconscious mind because like mm. Subconscious mind does run the show. And when you get subconscious mind on board with, I am open to all possibilities, that's where you start to hear voices like me uh, or other people or see things, right? See, hear uh, all the different uh, entities. And, and sometimes. And again, it can come out in nature. I had one woman, she said, I never get messages. And I said, kind of like what you're saying, I said, well, how do you, how would you like to receive messages to know that you're really receiving messages? And she said, shells. I said, okay, shells, good. <laughs> so she calls me up. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> she said, I received a shell necklace the next day. <laughs> um, I was walking and I found a shell, not in a place where you should find a shell. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a magazine on the table and had a big shell on it. <laughs> and uh, so it was like, she had to ask for it in whatever yeah. way she could understand it. And then realize, okay, this is a message. This is a signal. This is how it works. Yeah. And then that kind of opened her up. A whole box full of conch, conch shells, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, 
and uh, and we were uh, in Florida, Mar and I, and I was like, you know, I've never found one of those on the beach. I'd like to find one of those on the beach as we walked down to the beach. And we started walking, and that was like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's one. Yeah. There's one. There's one. There's one. They're all up the beach. So we like we grabbed all of these, and we, we took them back, and I put them in a box, and or put them up on the on uh, by the fireplace, and and just built like a little shrine to those things because it was like instant manifestation. And to this day, we take a walk on the beach every day in Florida, and we're there half the year. To this day, not one day have we ever found one more wow. of those shells. They were wow. there right when it said all the exactly wow. and never since there you go that's awesome that was card that's back. cool yeah. oh my gosh so that was just like i can hear you <laughs> and i think that was and i think that was for my wife <laughs> that one was for laura <laughs> you know she's just you know i believe in the stuff you say you know that every once in a while it seems like i'll just go is it though for a second right yeah. <laughs> and then boom something will happen again and i'll be like okay i'm back, I'm back. <laughs> now you're talking about maybe a process um, for, for this maybe to do a little meditation yeah we could do yeah yeah, yeah that'd be fun awesome are you feeling that kathy or sure absolutely i am <laughs> i feel the i hear you <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, can I begin? Absolutely. <laughs> I think as I'm, I'm holding on to this conch shell, and the first thing that's starting is I'm feeling us at the beach, at the ocean. No matter where we are, just breathing into that space, feeling the tranquility. With each breath that we have, letting go of any anxiety or tensions you may be feeling anywhere in your body. Breathing in the love. Exhaling the light. Breathing in the light. Exhaling the love. Become aware of the sun cascading down enlightening you, feeling the warmth upon your skin as you breathe in the freshness and connect with the air element. The air is our very breath. Source gives us everything we need, breathing in the gift of life. You're also showing me the book gift of the sea. Breathe that air in. Feel the love that you are. Feel the soft sand beneath your feet. Little crystals that have formed into these tiny minuscule soft sand. And as you look out into the water, see the light dancing like a million diamonds. Feeling the abundance of all that is good. 
And just take this all in, feeling great appreciation for your life in this moment. All we have is the present moment. And as you take that next breath in, you see a school of dolphins jumping out through the water, up and down. Feel into the energy of these dolphins. Maybe you could even hear their clicks and sounds, blowing bubbles. And this reminds you to create that sacred bubble for yourself in which to experience yourself. Breathe it in and feel the joy and the exaltation of the dolphins. So be in this space feeling great appreciation for all that is with you, for all of the beings that you can see and not see. They are there to guide you along your path in ease and grace. And I pass it on. Notice how we feel right now. Notice the peace and the calm and the tranquility that as we place our attention on this beautiful beach, on the, on the sun, on the sand, on the wind, on the water, we have all of the elements here with us, the sun representing the fire, the wind, the air, the water, the sand, the earth. And by placing our attention in this scene, we're simply able to bring ourselves into this space of peace and calm and serenity. It's a physical, visceral sensation of peace and calm and the joy with the dolphins. And remember that we can always have say over how we feel. When we're feeling, fear. It's okay to feel it. It's not a problem. However, we also have the choice to change that in any moment. And we simply need to make a choice to change and place our attention elsewhere. Because when we are creating and we are creating in every moment of every day. We are attracting experiences to us. And when we create from these energies of peace and ease and joy, we attract beautiful experiences to ourselves. So allow yourself to notice your angel wings. Unfurl your wings. Notice the angel that you are. And allow your wings to open. And with these angel wings, you too can fly above 
any of the noise and chaos of the world, simply by placing your attention inside. Pass it on. And in this moment, as we take this breath, Karen says, I often joked that it would be awesome to have an eight-foot angel tell me in English the answer. <laughs> My clients laugh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yes, Velvet, thanks for all the wisdom flying around here today. <laughs> Karen says, best sellers, baby. <laughs> International bestsellers. Yeah. Susan says, red equals focus. I love that. Red is one of my brand colors. Beautiful. Love that. Karen says, personally, I've learned a lot about pain. And what I have learned has helped a lot of other people. We love that about you, Karen. Karen's yeah. always sharing beautiful yeah. tools and techniques and information to help others get out of pain. Absolutely. <laughs> All of us. Healing mm -hmm. Chronic Pain is a fabulous book. Karen's book called Healing Chronic Pain. Mm. Anybody has had chronic pain, go look for that book on Amazon. Beautiful. Great. So hopefully we've we've given all of you a little bit of insight into how we navigate through the clickety clack of life. It's, it's not ours to get caught in that clickety clack. There's a lot of um, a lot of clickety clack that is being generated on purpose mm -hmm. in the world. It is being sold to us. It's being told to us. It's being gifted to us. Just because we're given a gift of some clickety clack doesn't need, mean that we need to keep it. It doesn't mean 
that we need to stay in it. Mm. Just because somebody's selling something doesn't mean we need to buy it. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for each one of us, we each have all the tools that we need to navigate that clickety-clack. And there are many of us out there who are here to help, just to share our stories, to share our tools, to share the things that we have that have helped us. And this is why Karen and Kathy and Keith and I and Susan, we're all out here to be resources for any of you that are having trouble navigating the clickety-clack. Because mm. we're not meant to get stuck there. <laughs> we have far more control. There are, there are two layers of consciousness that are playing out at sim right now simultaneously. Mm. And one layer is where all of the clickety-clack is. It's where the fear and the doubt and the worry and all of that is playing out. And there's a completely other layer that is literally creating heaven on earth. And it's like the one that we place our attention on is the one that we will experience. So where do you want to place your attention? And if you're experiencing the one that you're not, not too excited about and you'd like to experience a different one, reach out because there are <laughs> many ways that we can give you steps up into that new reality of creating heaven on earth where the soul is the solution. <laughs> Yay. And Kathy, do you have any any words for <coughs> for everybody today and and let us know how we can get in touch with you. How do we find you? Okay. Well first of all, thank you very much for having this beautiful uh session that we've had today. I am honored and uh feel such love and blessings coming through from both of you. It's always a joy to be together. Thank you. And so I'm Kathy Bradley with Kathy Bradley and the Angels. You can find me online and I'm in the Clickety Clack, uh, volume two, along with Lisa. Thank you, Keith. And my other book, The Light Becomes You. And um, so I look forward to connecting with anyone. Thank you and love you all. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, what I'd love to leave you with is that for all of us, you were born for a time like this. Mm. There are no accidents that you're here walking the earth right now during this particular time. So we are to be the light, the people who call light workers, the way showers, the truth tellers, the ones that help people get through the click of the track. Those are who are we are here to be. When people trip and fall, we're the ones that are here to pick them up. They're all in our entire presence. That's, that's our purpose. That's what we're doing. And on top of that, it's just awesome. <laughs> 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 and I believe that is why we chose, Keyword Game chose to be here at this time, so we could be part of that, part of the great awakening of being there to be there to help people out. How you feel or how I feel this morning. So when you get that, that you're feeling good and you're loving yourself unconditionally, you have your three feet worked out, 
been truly able to serve. You can find me at uh, leonsmithpedersen.com, leonsmithpedersen.com, or Google hiding <laughs> you'll see plenty of the videos interviews from the it's been a pleasure to be working with you thank you all of you who are seeing this live and watching later there is no really no there's no time and space so you are with us it's all in divine alliance yeah <laughs> Beautiful. And I am Lisa Warner. I'm the author of Navigating the Clickety Clack with Everybody Else and my book called The Simplicity of Self-Healing. And you can find me at connectingyoutoyou.com is my website spelled out in full, connectingyoutoyou.com. And my group on Facebook is Soul Sourced Healing. So so the soul is really the solution. We are the non-physical beings. We are the infinite soul. And for anyone that is interested coming up <laughs> this coming week in September of 2021, I am starting a new series of masterclasses for becoming aware of ourselves as the soul, as the non-physical being, as we spread our wings and we operate from that layer of ourselves. We start creating heaven on earth in real time, consciously. So if you would like to start recognizing yourself as the beautiful, magnificent, angelic being that you are, so that you can start creating heaven on earth for yourself, please reach out to me. <laughs> find me at connectingyoutoyou.com so thank you all so much i love doing these solution sundays because the soul is the solution and i meet the most beautiful amazing souls here and so i love that we can all share our gifts and talents and unconditional love thank you thank you all thank so you. much until Have a blessed day yes yeah. Until next week, create for yourselves a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do, and how you can work with me, visit connectingyoutoyou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You To You Radio.